It is 24 minutes after the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show, and that's uh, Chief Wilder's favorite pump, if I recall correctly. <laughs> or when he guest hosted the show. You know, I did ask him, I said, hey, so you want to you wanna do the 8 o'clock hour for me so I'm not late for my oral board? <laughs> he said, would love to, but I'm busy. <laughs> All right, so let me tell you, uh, this segment uh, this morning brought to us by Paul Martineau. He's running for alderman in Manchester Ward 2, and during his nearly 16 years as Manchester's elected welfare commissioner, he has reduced spending at the welfare department by more than half a million dollars. He eliminated two positions in the department, which saved hundreds of thousands of dollars in salary and benefits over the years. And his staff, under his leadership, has returned more than two and a half million unspent taxpayer dollars to the city treasury. As Alderman in Ward 2, Paul Martineau says he will continue to work for efficiencies in government, as well as on the opioid crisis, neighborhood safety, education, property taxes, infrastructure, and economic development. Learn more about Paul's record and what he hopes to do with elected alderman in Ward 2 by calling him at 493-1652. That's 493-1652. Or find Paul Martineau online at pmartineau65 at yahoo.com. So my test was graded relatively early in the process. There are probably, I don't know, 15, 20 people whose tests were graded before mine. And they did. They had they had people on site uh, reviewing the exams uh, right there. Because you had to pass the written exam before you went on to the trigger test. And you had to, you know, pull the trigger on a gun 12 times in a row. You also had to, you know, slide the barrel of the pistol back. Anyway, and then you went on to do the push-ups and then the sit-ups and then the run and once that was all done, so you, you had to pass the, the written test before you could go on to do anything else. And uh, I would say about 40% of the people that whose names got called before me didn't pass the written test. And I have to tell you, that horrified me. Because the written test, and this is what we're missing in education today, right? We talk about, I, I said to myself, if kids being taught math... had to take this test the way we teach math in today's schools with the drawing of the circles and all that other crap and explain your answer well trust me there was no explain your answer on the manchester police test now it was basic mathematics literally basic addition subtraction multiplication and uh, division all word problems right so officer friendly well, not officer-friendly, but officer-friendly arrested Bob, Joe, and Jim. Bob had this number of $100 bills. Jim had this number of $20 bills. And Jim had this number of $50 bills. How much money did Jim have? Or which which had more money, Jim, Bob, or Bill? Or wh- whoever it was, right? I mean, we're talking basic stuff here. And one of the guys sitting at my table, I had a great group of guys at the table I was at, he was telling us after the test, he's like, man, I was getting into the calculations and everything. And then she said, time's up. And I didn't get to six of the 20 questions that we had 20 minutes to do in the math because he gets so wrapped up in all of the calculations. I almost fell out of my chair. I don't know how he did on the test because 
uh, I don't think his name had been called by the time that I was all said and done. There were a lot of people there who had to wait a long time to hear how they did on the written test. Anyway, so right there, he gets six wrong because (laughs) he didn't finish. So I'm thinking to myself, kids today in their math classes where they've got to do all these stupid things rather than being taught their multiplication tables and, you know, how to add, subtract and everything else. We got them drawing circles and squares. We got them writing essays. We got them doing everything but math. And and I thought to myself, there's no way that a kid taught math today would be able to do these 20 questions in 20 minutes. So do I think the people who didn't pass the police test are stupid? No, I think they've been failed by the education system. Now, what else did we have to do? We had to write sentences. You know, they gave a, they, 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 uh, like there was an example, and I hope I'm not saying anything that I shouldn't be saying here, but there was an example of a um, police incident report. And then you had to create 10 sentences based on a prompt. Who was the victim? What was the description of the perpetrator, of the suspect? What was the total value of materials stolen? What was the most valuable thing? And with every one of those things, you had to come up with a sentence. The most valuable thing stolen was a television, was the, was the Sony television worth $455. Now, it could be any sentence that you wanted to make, but it had to be responsive to the prompt. There were sections on reading comprehension. So there'd be a three or four sentence paragraph, and then you would be asked questions. True or false? Or stuff like that. There were three different types of questions that you were asked to, to judge your comprehension. And then, shock and horror, there were grammatical and spelling sections. Sections on grammar and spelling. And I'll bet you the ones I got wrong were on spelling because that has never been a strength of mine. So I kind of cruised through this thing. But then again, I, I, had, I, I had teachers who taught me. I, I, I had spelling lessons. I had grammar lessons. I had all kinds of stuff as a kid going through school that, frankly, I don't think kids going through school are getting today, and I don't think they've gotten for some time. And it, it kind of frightens me that there's such a high percentage of people who don't pass that test. You needed a 70 to pass. It used to be that 70, right? If you got a 70, you got a D. If you got a 69, you failed. Well, we've, we've even changed that in the public schools so that if you get a 60 now, you get a D, and a 59, you pass. So you had to get a 70. There were what, 20, 40, 65, I think a grand total of 75 things that we had to answer. And it it, it not only befuddles me, it breaks my heart that people can't pass this test because it's not a heavy lift. If they give you a set of definitions and then they ask you, questions about the set of definitions they just gave you if if you can't do that someone has failed you somewhere in the educational system and not just someone a lot of people for a long time we have dave in bedford on the line good morning dave hey guys so let me get uh, i want to make sure I'm, I'm correct on this are you talking about a test that the mpd applicants are taking yes 
Okay. So at least uh, they're looking for applicants who, who are above a certain level of intelligence as opposed to looking for applicants who are below a certain level of intelligence, like some foreign tests. Uh, by foreign, I mean Connecticut. Have you heard about this? No. So the, the Connecticut, one of the, one of the police departments in Connecticut, was testing their police to make sure they weren't too smart. Oh, my head. <laughs> but, you know, and the funny, and when they were introducing the test, the way they introduced the test, uh, David, was they said, uh, okay, we're not we're not testing you on law enforcement knowledge. We're not testing you on, on laws and things like that. Or we're, we're, not, we're testing you to see whether or not you have the basic skills necessary to succeed as a police officer. And I was thinking as I was going through this test, oh, my God, I talk about this on the radio all the time. We talk about this crap with 21st century skills, but we're not teaching kids any of the academics. How do you collaborate, cooperate, communicate if you can't calculate? The answer is you can't. And so, you know. And that people were failing this test was, was, I mean, it was was scrambling my ability to think. It really was. I don't. I don't care whether a police force is smart or stupid. I just want the spending to go down because, in my mind, it's all lost as soon as the government gets it. <laughs> so, tell us more about this Connecticut community that wanted to make sure their cops were too smart. I mean, that's too funny. I can't remember. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, it was about ten years ago that I heard about it, and then they may have changed the policy since then. Uh, but yeah, I think the, the mark was 120 or under. If it was above 120, they wouldn't let you in. <laughs> but oh. by that, by that, I mean the IQ. The IQ. Oh yeah. God forbid they have smart people. All right, Dave. Thanks for the call. <laughs> that's that's funny. So here it is, and 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 I'm thinking of this now. I'm I'm being serious about this, guys. Real world application. Could somebody who started under the Common Core and someone who had to go through the uh, process of learning math the way they do it? I was sitting there thinking, could they pass this test? And you know what answer I came up with? Not if they paid attention in class. Because there was no room for them to start drawing circles. And the numbers were too big to count on your fingers. So, this is nuts. Oh my God. Josh found an article from 2000. A man who's been to become a police officer was rejected after he scored too high on an intelligence test, has lost an appeal in his federal lawsuit against the city. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, the new it was the new London Police Department interviewed only candidates who scored twenty to twenty-seven on the theory that those who scored too high could get bored with police work and leave soon after undergoing costly training. <laughs> oh God knows what those smart people might do to improve police work just to keep themselves entertained, occupied, and interested, huh? Oh, that's too funny. Make sure you put that in with the uh, <laughs> with the archive. Oh, good stuff. Oh. Well, I guess you can discriminate against people who have a brain in their head. But uh, back on the police exam. So, yeah, it uh, it really, really bothered me that there would be people who could fail that test. 
because it really wasn't a test in my never to be humble opinion as your humble host that was designed to um, uh, d- determine your intellectual horsepower. It was a, can you balance your checkbook and, you know, leave a note on the counter for your wife and kids that they'd be able to read kind of test. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting down anybody. I, I want to be clear about that. I'm not putting down anybody. But if they're going to stand in the front of the room and say, these are the basic skills you're going to need to use as a police officer. And it's a test on your academic abilities to do things as basic as add, subtract, divide, multiply, use a period, a comma, do a complete sentence and understand a basic paragraph of information and be able to answer a handful of questions on a true, false, multiple choice or other basis. And people can't do that. That, folks, is the best evidence that our entire public education system and the stupid theories by which it is now governed need to be flushed and some sense of academic rigor and order and purpose of schools as places where kids are taught those basic skills. If we have said over and over and over on this show that no matter what job will be available to them 20 years from now, they will be able to apply the basic skills that they learned in school to whatever comes in front of them because that anybody should pass the uh, should fail. That police exam is an indictment of the school system through which they went. This is Gerard at Large.